Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment advice. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of Fishing. I should say, well, not the fishing, from the land of fishing. There's so, well, look behind me. There's so much fishing going on here, and I never knew what smelt was. Isn't that funny? Oh, until yeah. Come here. I didn't, yeah, I'm like, I, I thought, I thought smelt was, well, something smelt. <laughs> I didn't know that was a fish. I don't think that's how you use it. I word. know that's it's not okay. how you, no, yeah. <laughs> like, what the heck is smelt? How do you eat that? I'm like, oh, it's a fish? So, anyway, yeah. Um, and you're loving it. I've I'm been loving fishing it. Fishing since uh, I got here. Yeah. You know, this is Silver Lake right behind us mm-hmm. in uh, northern Michigan, just outside of Traverse City. And we are in our RV, in arguably one of the best spots in this RV park that we're in. And, and I have many, many times just walked out there and, and uh, threw the line in. You know, I, I got went to the simple store, got a, you know, Shakespeare, old Shakespeare, not old, but a new Shakespeare rod. Mm-hmm. The whole thing cost $25, $30. Got some pretty good lures, and I've been pulling fish out ever since to the point where I I was about to start cleaning them and eating them, and I'm like, why? This is just too much more. This is more fun. When I can go somewhere else, and they'll serve it up for me all beautifully, and yeah. I love the... I, I'm probably going to have white fish tacos again for dinner tonight because yeah. I love them. Totally. <laughs> I'll write there with you. Yep. <laughs> I plan on eating white fish till it's like, you know... Till I'm, I'm sick of it. Till we leave, yeah, and exactly. then and then we'll be it'll work out perfect. <laughs> then we're, we're gonna eat it until we can't get it anymore, and then it's gonna be fine. <laughs> cool. Today, Jill and I talk about the difference between county unincorporated land and township land. Everywhere we go, Jill and I, uh, especially here, because my sister's a very successful, almost ser- local celebrity like real estate agent, so. We find property that's for sale, uh, whether it's a sign on the road, maybe it's on the MLS, we go look at it, we start asking questions, sometimes you can answer them, sometimes you can't. And this is a result of one of those conversations and I'll talk all about it. Before we get into it though, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community is free. Last year, a ton of Land Academy members came to Jill and I needing extra help to getting their blind offer campaigns underway. Hey, it's sometimes it's complicated. It is for most people. It's complicated if you're brand new. And so we created a product called Concierge Data, where we take instruction for you about where you want to send out offers. We put together the entire mail it, uh, mailer, get the retail pricing component complete for you, and then we ask you at the very end to price it. Uh, it's a very, very, very popular service that we created and it's helping a lot of people who I think otherwise would not have gotten uh, their mail campaign mm-hmm. off the ground and we got it and get their career started yep. so check it out at offers to owners uh, and just type in concierge data yep. I just was reading this question I had a little bit it's good Eric wrote so I signed up yesterday and I just binge watched <laughs> oh my goodness land Academy 3.0 and 2.0 this might seem like a dumb question, but how important is naming and niching your land business? I'm in Charleston and I want to niche in the surrounding counties and all along the coast. So I'm considering calling my business low country land buyers. Is this a good idea? I'm also a disabled veteran, so I'm kicking around something more patriotic like America first acquisitions or something like that. I know getting the mail out and doing deals is more important, but I want to get off on the right foot. Thanks for any feedback you can give this newbie. 
Well, I have a lot to say about this, uh, and I'm I'm confident Jill's not going to agree with most of it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Try me. And a lot of people had a lot to say about this in Discord. And thank you, Eric, for signing up, and thank you for uh, taking this seriously and watching the episode, uh, watching the, the programs. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously, naming stuff. I think naming, most of the people said, eh, don't worry about it. Uh, do Get a couple of deals done. Slap up a website. Uh, make sure it's for you. And that's a lot of people said this. And it's uh, seasoned land. I was actually surprised. Seasoned Land Academy members were in here saying, giving that advice. That's not what I think. Okay. Get a .com. That's two syllables. Like land stay or land tank or something like that. Uh, if possible, it's getting harder and harder and harder to do that. And then make sure that whatever you choose to uh, name your company, that's what it is. So there's no question that uh, about what it is. How about Land Vet? How about Land Academy? I mean, we know what that is. Right. Land Vet uh, is taken because I own it. Oh, really? Seriously? Yeah. I own a bunch, a bunch and bunch oh. of, of dogs. What are you going to do with them? like that. I don't know. <laughs> Just like the fish. I don't know. <laughs> 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 great, 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 great. <laughs> I really think that, and number two, and this is this is actually more important than actually naming the company, niching your land business is a bad idea in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe this is what everybody was responding to. You know, I can't, if I had a nickel for every time we went out and tried to do something really specific, and then it's like, wow, this worked, and now we painted ourselves into a corner because we can only do one thing. Uh, just ask Luke Smith, the name of his company is Rural Vacant Land, and he doesn't deal with Rural Vacant Land anymore at all. Mm-hmm. You know, he's buying all kinds of property, developable properties. So I love the vet uh, angle, and I love the American angle. If I had to pick the ones, yeah. uh, America First Acquisitions, is, I think you're going to even probably get a really good response right? maybe right. better than you normally would uh, on a mailer for that. So, you know, I think something patriotic is great, mm-hmm. but it can't be really long.com it needs to be you know maryland yeah low country land buyers would be hard for me to dot com would be hard for me to type in it's going to take a lot of time yeah so i understand shorter is always better real specific um shorter is always better and sending one message is great Mm -hmm. we are american land buyers but uh just keep it as small as you can it's hard i've spent days on this you know, I just bought I, a dot com. No, you have. I spend money on dot coms, sometimes too much. And uh, when they don't get used the way that they should or is fast enough, the person that my business partner lets me know about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have jackjill.com, pretty expensive. Yeah. We don't use it the way we should. No. We, uh, I keep threatening to start this company called Man Plan, P L A N. You know, you're a man, you need a plan, you need a life plan. That just hasn't happened yet. And, yeah. Uh, that's okay. good money for that. That's all right. Every time jewelry comes up, I'll have to say man plan. You're like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Today's topic, the difference between county unincorporated property and township property. This is the meat of the show. I'll be over here. My sister is, as I mentioned earlier, a successful local real estate agent. Can't go to any restaurant without just stop and talk to everybody. They just, they just know her. They good know everybody, point. which is funny for me because... That's just not how I knew her when she was a little kid. Anyway, we look, We started to look at this piece of property that's listed on the MLS, uh, Jill and I did, and I'm asking about, I'm just talking with my sister over drinks about what it can be used for and what she thinks about the area. And she said, what township is it in? And I said, what the hell's a township? And why would that matter? 
isn't it in unincorporated isn't it in an unincorporated uh, um, area of Traverse County and she looked at Grand me cross-eyed and just, every time I get with, with my sister we get in a two-hour debate about something like this and it happened to be this topic this time she said what the hell is unincorporated property I said well in uh, out west all everywhere out west there's property when you look at the map it just hasn't been incorporated it's not uh, it's not um in a city or a town you know uh, phoenix is an incorporated town paradise valley is an incorporated town scottsdale and on and on and on so when there's property that's inside an incorporated area they have the jurisdiction to tell you what you can do with it they have a planning they typically have a planning uh and zoning it's just you know you can't put a, a you can't put a heavy industrial factory next to a subdivision in most cases they have some type of urban plan or even rural plan and so in all kinds of different uses for different types of property in a lot of cases if it's really rural they just have it has unclassified mm-hmm. we don't know what it is yet because we just ha- we're not as developed as some more urban places well that's not the case in michigan at all Michigan has townships, and the townships just like it comes from Range Township. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know it's thirty six square miles, mm-hmm. and so if you look at a, a township map in Michigan, everything is incorporated by that. There's no such thing as unincorporated land as I can see it, and the townships are straight lines, or squares, and they stop, and then the next one starts, and that's just not what happens out west at all. It's all it's like congressional districting. It's all uh, depending on the land and strange little places, and then you'll find, in a, in a lot of cases, you'll find right an island of unincorporated property within a city. Right. So it's kind of like it, it organically developed over time. The issue, why do we care? So what, we very much care because of this. If that property was unincorporated that Jill and I were lo- looked at, we'd probably buy it because the, the rules about what to do with the property are very unrestricted. Right. When it's in court, so my point in this whole point of this episode is absolutely check in your in your level two due diligence what the jurisdiction is for the prop, your target acquisition. If it's in an un- unincorporated area, then you're going to talk to the county about what you can do with it. If it's in a city or a town, then you're probably going to start with the town to see if, hey, can I put a trailer park there? And they're going to say, oh my God, no, are you nuts? Right. And the county might say, oh, sure. Right. Uh, you got to do these five things and we'll help you, by the way. Right. Uh, in a township is something be- in between that. That's what I learned. Thank in you. In my stay in Michigan. That's really good. That's really interesting. My first encounter with it was in Arizona where I was buying land and, you know, in this circle, you know, this bubble that happened to be inside the city limits, you, you had to be site built. But then I go, okay, wait a minute, but a half mile over there, she's, oh, no, that's right. Now that's outside. Over there, it doesn't have to be site built. I'm like, huh? I'm like, wait a minute. It was it was so confusing. It was not that far. It didn't seem to really make sense. But it's just like you said. Check check it out though. It's really good. And you're and you're right. Usually the the county uh, restriction. The county is going to be more. My experience is way more forgiving and yeah. a lot less rules and more encouraging. Right. Like hey, not especially parts of like Texas, like West Texas. Knock yourself out. You know, it's like. 
the good old boys, Wild West stuff, you know. Um, and the whole thing's not an if-then statement. So townships in Michigan anyway, because I did a bunch of research after we talked about this and for this, this episode. Each township is different. So sometimes uh, they have an assessor, uh, just like the county does. They get involved in the assessor, not necessarily a treasurer, but an assessor. And so they're all very, very different. It's not by any stretch, oh, townships have this role and that's it. It's very, very uh, flowy. Hmm. Makes it complicated. I was in the county office about oh, yeah. a week ago with my niece. There's uh, mm-hmm. getting a marriage license. Yeah. Not me. Her. <laughs> <laughs> How did that all go? Was the county, you know... Oh my gosh, there was no line. It was a dream. Everybody was so darn nice. I saw the, I have pictures of it. Said account, the, the assessor, deeds go down that way. You know, all the different, um, the GIS area. And then of course, where we went to get the marriage license, it was really easy. No, it was nice and sweet and easy. There, It was like weird that it was not busy. There was Good. nothing going on in there. It kind of felt oddly quiet. <laughs> but it was cool. So I'll end on this. Uh, I didn't, really realize it but for years I've been sending out area specific mailers for county property only that's a certain size and a certain zoning designation because I know what this is stuff we talk about in career path because I did all the research before I sent out the mail I don't want in town property because what we're going to do with this put mobile homes on it or we're going to sell it to somebody who's going to put mobile homes on it. So there's all different kinds of rules and you got to stay out of town to do that. And so if I were in a place like Michigan or on the East Coast, I would take this a step further, find out which townships allow it, which ones don't. Establish, Joe would probably establish a relationship with somebody or two or three True. adjacent townships and really make this work for ourselves. So please check jurisdiction. Jurisdiction as a concept is, is uh, if you've ever taken a law class, I took a couple of law classes and really learned that I don't want to be a lawyer, but I did learn some stuff and jurisdiction is really, really important. Uh, there's a, 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 fe- a woman NBA player in federal prison right now for marijuana position, uh, possession, where if she did that in California, they'd slap her on the back and say, congratulations. So she's just in the wrong jurisdiction. So where you do stuff really, really matters. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow's Jack Thursday, as if today wasn't Jack Wednesday. I'm going to talk about, uh, hey, it's fourth quarter. It's the fourth quarter. We're in October now, and it's time to make some uh, money decisions before you get to the end of the year and file your tax return. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Sorry, I was going to add, it's because it's Wednesday. Like my little whiskey Wednesday I got, it's like Taco Tuesday, but for badasses. <laughs> Is that what you are, Jill? You are That's badass. That's me. Here's oh my, my whiskey, God, it's whiskey Wednesday. Oh, no, today's Thursday. No, it's Wednesday. Oh, it is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It's Whiskey Wednesday. It's Whiskey Wednesday, and right now it's Cherry Whiskey Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> How much is left in that bottle there? I don't know. And why did you buy such a small bottle? I don't know. Um, you know what? I'm just going to have to get more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are Jack and Jill. Are, are we thanking for tuning in? Well, I thought we already did. Mm-mm. Oh, I guess we didn't. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, by the way, we would love to connect with you. It's not going to happen tomorrow, but soon. The first and third Thursday of every month, uh, we are on Clubhouse. So. It is It is this week. Because next, isn't it? Nope. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Don't listen to me. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't worry. First and third Thursday, Thursday okay. of the month. Check it out. Just get on Clubhouse. Go find the Land Investing Club. Follow that. Follow us. And you can see the schedule there. And then you won't get goofed up. <laughs> We're, We're Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property.